Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. This was something that came out over the weekend. I want to say maybe Saturday, Sunday, uh, with the news release heading of Optimizing Alberta Parks. The government making changes to the province's parks model in order to find efficiencies and create partnership opportunities for Albertans and nonprofits. And as you go through the list of things that are going to be undertaken here, a few things stick out to me. One being that there's some a possibility of of uh, jumps in the amount of money that you're going to spend on uh, going to some of the provincial parks. But also this, government undertook an assessment of all sites in the Alberta park system and identified 164 of its 473 sites or 0.3% of the Alberta parks land base for proposed removal from the system. When you think about that, and it's interesting when you look at, again, the data, the metrics, 164 out of 473 seems like a lot. And then you hear 0.3% of the Alberta Parks land base, and you go, well, it's not that much at all. So there's a lot of questions here, and it leads to some more questions that I wanted to ask of Grace Wark, who is a conservation specialist with the Alberta Wilderness Association. Grace, welcome to the program. Uh, first off, your thoughts and reaction to hearing what has uh, been announced by the province. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, Joe. Uh, so, you know... What really stuck out to us in that proposal is that the government was saying that of these 164 sites, they're mainly small and underutilized provincial recreation areas. And this stood out to us because it underplays the conservation and the recreation values that Albertans have affixed to these spaces, as well as it kind of buries that there's, you know, 10 provincial parks and nine natural areas within that proposed list that are, you know, up for removal. So this is a major concern for us because it means removing those from public control and that the public would no longer have a say in how those areas are managed. Is the, Are there opportunities, I suppose, to maybe open it up to whether it's the public se- or private sector, whether mm-hmm. it's to you know nonprofits, other mm-hmm. groups to say, hey, maybe we can take advantage of these opportunities that are out there? Right. It's hard to say at this point. You know, there's very limited information coming out about this. We were kind of blindsided by this proposal. You know, it came out in uh, in the budget that, you know, they did want to modernize parks legislation, but we had no idea that this was going to be accompanied by this 164 sites. So at this point in time, you know, we're hoping that there are more opportunities, but we really didn't see a whole lot of consultation leading up to this proposal. And that's something that we would have wanted to have seen just because, you know, Albertans are interested in how these public spaces are managed. And obviously there's some ramifications. And and earlier in the hour, I mentioned um, Little Bow Provincial Park is one Mm. that is really close to my hometown. I know how as much as it's probably not the first thing you think of when you think of staycations and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I know that the the community of Champion, as an example, might be seeing some flow through traffic. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, they've been already struggling. They may now have to struggle even a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The accessibility of these spaces with a proposal like this, you know, we're definitely going to see changes. If people are seeing, you know, there's that one list of 20 sites that are either going to have partial or full closures, they say, you know, where did my favorite campsite go? I no longer have that opportunity to go out on the long weekend and to be able to develop that relationship with that natural space. You know, maybe Albertans are going to be less inclined to want to support their park system moving forward. 
The other question that comes up is, and you kind of alluded to it earlier, is the protected mm-hmm. area aspect yeah. of things. I mean, these are some areas that uh, have some historical, may have some historical significance to them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So one thing with this proposal is the, the provincial parks and the natural areas that I mentioned, you know, those spaces are being taken out of this park system. And, you know, they have been used in the past. Uh, these, are, these are provincial designations that allow for the conservation of natural heritage, of species at risk, of important habitats, as well as facilitating important low-impact recreational activities and recreational opportunities for Albertans that are compatible with sustainability. So as we're taking these out of the public control, there's no longer going to be that type of conservation management aspect. And that's really something to be worried about. Did we need to do a better job in the past of maintaining some of these areas so that they didn't become uh, kind of, I'll, I'll call it the, the, the wastelands, I suppose, of, of mm. what this province is trying to maybe frame it as? You know, that's a really good question. And I, I, it's hard to say whether or not they have actually become wastelands, you know, as our, our, you know, our parks are becoming more and more popular, our campgrounds, there's going to be just more and more of a desire to use them on the long weekends. And so we're going to be relying actually on these small provincial recreation areas to buffer a little bit of that intense desire to go out and camp, to go out and recreate. Um, so we really need these smaller spaces as opportunities. I was going to ask about that side of it is the the trickle down effect, so to speak, should a number of these parks go uh, dormant, all of a sudden mm. it's going to put a little bit more of, a, of an emphasis on the uh, ones that are still existing. Yeah, yeah, we definitely could see a shift in pressure, you know, to these areas that the province is currently calling the crown jewels. You know, what does that mean for their management? Are they going to become overloaded? We do see really intense recreation in certain parts of Alberta, places like Banff National Park. And so, yeah, how are we going to buffer that as we're taking away these spaces? What would you like to see the province do here? You know, we really just want more information at this point. Uh, as I mentioned, this is something that kind of came out of the blue, this 164-site proposal. And so we would have liked to have already seen public consultation opportunities, uh, but because they weren't there moving forward, yeah, we just want to start the conversation with the government and, uh, you know, do our best to be involved in this process. And I get the sense as well that this isn't a matter of, hey, we need to have it status quo. I mean, if changes need to be made, then changes need to be made. But mm-hmm. at the same time, there there should be a little bit more uh, conversation had about it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Public consultation is just so important. And as we know, so many people care about these areas. They use them all the time. What would you recommend for our listeners if they happen to be maybe concerned about the situation or just want to know more information about it? Yeah, absolutely. I I would definitely recommend uh, getting onto the parks website, and as well as you can always email people like the minister um, and just let them know what your concerns are. Let them know that you care about these park sites and maybe tell them a little bit about your favorite ones just to make sure that, you know, we maintain them into the future. I appreciate your time today, Grace. Thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Joe. Grace Wark is conservation specialist with the Alberta Wilderness Association. Again, we reached out to the minister's office as well and hoping to get uh, someone on from the minister's office as well before too long. Because I think that this is a, a big issue for a lot of people here in this province, not just in Calgary, but across this province, based on the fact that all you need to do is look at how often people uh, are selling out the, the camping sites across all of the different parks and it begs a really interesting question beyond that is, are we running the system as efficiently as we should be? 
and it was interesting as I as I was reading through the um, the province's website and and going through what's being proposed here last night. I posted a link up on Twitter and my Facebook page just to get a sense, and the reaction was pretty visceral right off the bat. A lot of people saying, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! What the heck is going on here?" A lot of people worried about there was, you know, maybe one of their favorite trails in in K Country, or maybe it's one of the smaller parks. And and again, maybe there is some opportunity to expand it. Is it worth shuttering some of these sites? Maybe if it gets three visitors a year, what's the point of keeping it uh, keeping it open? But again, there are ramifications down the line for the surrounding community and also for the existing facilities who are going to be booked even heavier because now all of a sudden you don't have that buffer anymore. People, a lot of people like their quiet time. And all of a sudden they're being told, okay, you got to go to these select locations because they're the most popular of them.